Hi, we're the Cherry Sisters, Terry and Sherry Cherry. I'm, uh, uh, Al, Al Bundy, that's right. <laughs> Get it open. No Man Presents, live from the Nudie Bar, the Married with Children Podcast. And here are your hosts, Jerry, Justin, and Al. It's Friday, it's time, and Al loses his cherry. <laughs> I am here with the guy who looks great in a blonde wig, Jerry. What's up, Jerry? Nothing. My uh, my cosplay for Eleven from Stranger Things is going really well. Uh, we are also joined by the guy who just wants to make a movie, Justin. What's up, man? Hey, I uh, I left my camera recording in there don't go in that room Uh oh i want to see what's on that tape probably just candy <laughs> candy everything's candy uh here we are guys uh married with children podcast this is the episode where we cover al loses his cherry which the original air date was june 7th 1987 Al gets a first-hand look at Luke's swinging bachelor life when he takes refuge at Luke's apartment after work rather than return home to finish an argument with Peggy over visiting her relatives for the weekend. Luke invites two women over at his place where one of them, an attractive but dim-witted airplane stewardess, tempts Al. Wow, that was a mouth. I don't even know how I got through that as well as I did. I'm impressed. I'm going to say something that's pretty bold. To this point, this is by far my favorite episode of season one. Really? Wow. Is it? I like the, that we open this episode with Peggy cooking, especially after the previous episode. Right. That I thought, I, for once, I was like, that makes perfect sense. That makes way more sense than uh, Justin recording himself eating Skittles which I still don't understand why he does that. Hey, leave my Skittles alone. Yeah, man. All the colors of the rainbow. But I have to admit, when I first saw her cooking and I saw the food, I don't know if I'm dumb or if I just have no expectations, but I was just like, how did she screw up pancakes? Why are these pancakes all chopped up? And then I realized it was scrambled eggs. Yeah, well, that explains why nobody eats them. (laughs) Yeah, Peg cooks eggs, and only the dog is uh, the beneficiary here because... Kelly, Bud, and Al just don't want her cooking. And it's weird because, you know, it becomes a whole thing that they complain that she doesn't cook, she doesn't do this, doesn't do that, and she does, and they don't even eat it. So I don't even know how hungry these people really are or what's going on. I mean, it's just... How do you mess up scrambled eggs? Yeah, how bad could they be? (laughs) Uh, I I don't know. I'm not a big egg person, but I I feel like... I don't like them either, but... I feel like if anyone's going to mess it up, like how bad is it that I did not automatically assume those were eggs and I had to automatically assume she cooked something that she screwed up. I didn't even think of like it being scrambled eggs, which obviously is. I have such high doubts of her making anything that I'm like, she chopped up pancakes. (laughs) 
Well, the bacon looked good. I mean, I don't know. I probably would have eaten it. You know, mm, even if the, the yeah. dog sniffed it and licked it or whatever happened with... Because uh, Kelly, I mean, would the dog take a bite or something? And she said, okay. Well, she just, he, the dog just ate all of the previous eggs from Bud, so... By the time he got to Allie, he didn't want anything. So, yeah, it is perfect that Peg is cooking. Um, because the, after the last episode where she quit her job just to go back to cooking and cleaning... Um, it does, it really works out good. That was good stuff. It's Cousin Harriet's wedding coming up. What's this with the fake engraving? Oh, that's the invitation to your Cousin Harriet's wedding. Oh, Puke. <laughs> you don't have to go. The thing is, your father and I have to go out of town for it. But who can you stay with? I'm not allowed in anybody's house. <laughs> well, we'll find someone. You know, they have to travel. Uh, the wedding is in Milwaukee. Is that far from uh, Chicago? I don't know. Why don't you walk in and find out? Want I walk you over there and find out? Yeah. It's funny that this wedding is in Milwaukee. I mean, and you want me to go to Milwaukee. You know, I, I'm actually a regular visitor there, but um, Milwaukee certainly had its share of visitors. I mean... The French missionaries and explorers began visiting there in the late 16th century. And uh, it, it's actually pronounced Milliwaukee, which is El Gotwin for the good land. Is this a, a skit that, I, that I've never seen, or did Alex just randomly bust out a history lesson? I think he's on Wikipedia. How did, is this from a movie I've never seen and I don't get the reference, or is this... Did he just randomly be like, by the way, I go there a lot and uh, it has a history, a historical tie with the French and it's pronounced. I'm like, I just I just don't know if you know that they were one of the only cities to elect three socialist mayors. Does this guy know how to party or what? <laughs> Socialism. Huh? <laughs> how dare you? OK. OK. So how, how far away is it from Chicago, though? Uh, that I don't know, believe it or not. I know all this stuff. I just don't know that. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, how, Alex, you're an enigma. Thank you. We're not worthy! We're not worthy! We're not worthy! Wouldn't it be nice if we could go off together? Just the two of us. Not really. <laughs> you know where I'd really like to go? Where? Milwaukee. I smell your family coming on. <laughs> What's up, Peg? Beer Fest 87? <laughs> Is it time for your mother to defend her keg-sucking crown? <laughs> Is she moving up into the heavyweight division this year? Can't stand that a woman won, huh? Hey, there were a lot of people there demanding chromosome tests. <laughs> Just you and Dad. I don't care, Peg. I'm not going to one of your family gatherings. It's not a gathering. It's a wedding. Who's getting married? Harriet. Whoa, Harriet? You mean someone answered the ad? Oh. <laughs> Some people will do anything to keep from being deported. Hey, Jose is a very nice man. And his English is coming along just fine. <laughs> Me, Hablat, not going. Now we have to go. The whole family is coming. Oh, really? How about Elmo, the human surprise? Are they bringing him? You know, he makes a very good living. Well, they won't have his cage at the wedding pay. Like, when they were talking about all this, I was sitting there like, man, I really want to meet Peggy's family. It's, man, they sound like a circus. And then literally right after I, I got done thinking that, 
they go, and your cousin Elmo, the human surprise. I would love <laughs> to see Elmo, the human surprise. I would love to to see her mom chug a keg. I want to see anyone chug a keg. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to admit, there's one good thing about my family. They gave you me. Get me sentimental ain't gonna work with me, Peg. Now you send Harriet a card, you give Jose a copy of the Pledge of Allegiance, but I'm not going. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Oh, yes, you are. And you cannot walk out on this argument. Watch me. Fine. But when you come home, we are picking up right where we left off. Well, that's fine. Then I'm not coming home. So Jose is basically marrying Aunt and Harriet just to get a green card. Uh, it's so funny how all these things are coming back. Like in the last episode, we talked about transsexuals and what bathroom they should use. It was on Oprah. And then this one, they're talking about uh, getting deported. Jose's getting deported and, you know, he has to get a card with the Pledge of Allegiance on it. It's so funny. And that's why I really wanted to do this show because it's so cool to have a th- or distant perspective on something. You know, it's... You know the joke that the Simpsons always predict things? Mm-hmm. And we literally just got on the last episode talked about a coincidence involving the Simpsons. Mm -hmm. And then you just point out that this show in the last episode did it and then did it on this episode also. And it rings up with current affairs. That is crazy. It's funny you say that because the Simpsons predicted Donald Trump as the president. I know. I saw that. They predicted like the Patriots winning the Super Bowl again. Oh, well, I think anybody could have done that. Well, I mean, yeah, when you got the money. (laughs) now luke ventura is like i said one of my favorite characters ever on this show and i am so glad that we got a luke episode because he's such a great character and he's only on season one of married with children and he's sparingly on even that wait are you serious this is the only season he's on yeah Wait, does this mean this is our last episode with Luke? Because there's only, like... I was going to say that I think this might even be the last episode, if I remember correctly. Um. Oh, I don't know where we were in the episode. Sorry about that, guys. But I wanted to mention this before I forget because I did not write it down. I remember way early, it might have been even in the pilot, we asked if Al works for commission. Mm-hmm. You guys remember that? Yep. It gets answered in this question, in this episode. Luke actually answers you. Yep. And the answer, guys, to make it official, Al Bundy does work for commission, which just means that he is not too smart for insulting all these uh, overweight bras <laughs> walking in. <laughs> Get away from me, Luke. Hey, Al. You know, there's something I've learned over the years. Whenever someone yells at me, it's not me. How could it be? <laughs> so what's wrong? I had a fight with my wife. I knew it wasn't me. (laughs) How bad was it? I got pretty mad. So I laid down the law. I told her I'm not coming home. So, uh, where can I get some flowers cheap? (laughs) But you said you weren't going home. Well, let's face it. I've got no choice. I have to. It's a trouble when you're married with children. They know you're coming home. (laughs) Al. What? What do you think I should have for lunch? <laughs> hey, I'm pouring out my heart here. I'm sorry, I thought you were done. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not at all. <laughs> do you guys see Luke as amazing as I do, or am I just crazy here? 
Yeah, I really like him. I can't. I, it kind of. I felt really bad when you just dropped that bomb on me that he that he's like done, um, or at least close to it. Like I didn't know that. I I figured this guy is a regular mainstay character. Like when he was introduced, he had a big introduction. Like it's like, oh, this is like really one of the only other characters that that you know besides pay uh, besides Marcy and Steve, right. you know, and the, obviously the Bundys. Yeah, he even came over for the 16th anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, I even have it in my notes. Luke, exclamation point. How I've missed you, exclamation point. Yeah. I mean, he's amazing. And then, like, because he does have a bunch of good one-liners. My favorite one-liner that he does in this episode is a really small one. But he's like, when it comes to commission, I'll go that extra mile. And that is the extra mile. And that, my friend, (laughs) is the extra mile. Like, he even started off amazing in the first episode when... uh, when he when Al goes, uh, how could you be happy sleeping with every woman you see? And he goes, I don't know, but I am. And he goes, Come on, a wife, kids, this and that. That's heaven. He goes, No, Al, that's heaven. And it was like his blonde who walked <laughs> in the store. Yeah, he's just amazing right off the bat. And oh, I have to bring up my favorite line ever. Al says, That's the trouble when you're married with children. They know you're coming home. Yep. That line is fantastic. It not only is it like, you know, when you're watching um, a a trailer for a movie and they say like the name of the movie in the trailer. And then when you see it in the movie, you're like, they literally just did this to have it in the trailer. This is not like this. This makes a hundred percent like perfect sense. It fits in well. And it's really good. And like, I was like, you could make, you know, when people recut like wizard of Oz to make it into a horror movie, right? Like, mm-hmm. someone could recut this and use that line as, like, a new version of Children of the Corn or Pet Cemetery, <laughs> and use that as the catchphrase. Well, it's funny, because doesn't he say that line two times in this episode? He, yeah, he does. does. Well, not that exact line, but he does say... I'm married with children. Yeah, and he has it on another... I don't have the exact line now, but I have it written down that he's dropped the name of the ship the show twice this episode. Yeah, I wonder why they did that. I'm not saying it's even a bad thing, and I didn't even feel why like... Why now, you mean? Like, why, why'd they do it in this episode? Yeah, and twice. It's just, it's just so weird. I gotta find a place to stay. I can't afford a hotel. If I go home, then I'm saying I'm sorry, so I can't go home. I gotta make her wonder, make her worry, make her miss me. Then I can go home so she can yell at me. Where am I going to stay? Everybody comes to the answer, man. <laughs> Choice is obvious, Al. You set up a cot in the stock room. <laughs> I'm staying with you, Luke. For free? Yes. <laughs> you know, I haven't done something like this in a long time. Yeah, kick back with a buddy and a six-pack and be men. You know, Luke, I, this has really helped me out. Thanks a lot. Hey, the day Luke Ventura can't help a friend... That's a day he's got something better to do. (laughs) Marcy gets wind of this whole ordeal that they're going through, and she tells Peg that in her book, Man and Other Primates, that men are most vulnerable after a marital spat. So what that means is Al's chances of cheating uh, just skyrocketed uh, after they had this big fight. 
Uh, but but can can we also bring up the fact that they're watching a judge show, but it sounds like like Marcy brought over a VHS tape of feminist porn? Uh, yeah, the the woman gets ninety five percent of his assets, and he gets the kids. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was that was hilarious. Lucky him. <laughs> so I guess they're setting up the whole point of this episode by Marcy saying that. That's basically setting up this episode for us. So now we're going to see Al and see if he succumbs to these temptations. He goes to Luke's apartment, and it is really nice. It's nicer than even Steve and Marcy's house. It's modern. It even actually looks good today. Like, if you walked in there today, it looks good. He he must make crazy commission. Yeah, it, it is, right? I mean, a shoe salesman. But here's the thing. I guess you figure if you have a house like Al on a shoe salesman's salary, it's going to look like his does. And if you just condense and just get an apartment, which is... Yeah, like a bachelor. Like, he don't have kids and shit, too, you know? Right. So he doesn't need a whole house. So if you could... If you're going to sink your money into something, if it's so much smaller, you could probably get a higher quality thing, you know? And plus, the girls said that he redecorated recently. Yeah. Plus, I well, he had to redecorate. I mean, did you see that tiger print pillow? Balling. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> I felt like uh, I was walking into the Lion King. There was the Jungle Book action. There was that was a jungle. He he really knows how to rumble in the jungle. Is all I'm saying. Oh, he does. And we have a video to prove it. <laughs> Well, I can't believe you live in a building where all your neighbors are stewardesses. I used to live in a building with a lot of married people. Sure, the sex was great during the day, but it got lonely at night. (laughs) Take a load off. Sit down. So Luke lives with a bunch of stewardesses for some reason. (laughs) The sex was great during the day, but at night it got pretty lonely. (laughs) Like That, That line was really good, and I'm just like... I can't believe this just got said on a TV show. <laughs> Dude, again, with 1987, how is this happening? They wouldn't even probably have made that joke on Friends, and Friends has tons of stuff like that. Right. And like, It's crazy. You know, I guess you could... I, I really don't even see Roseanne doing anything like that. This, to me, is like the most edgy show going. At this entire point, this is it. I, I completely agree with you. Um, and like, there's even still jokes that are coming that I'm like, wow, did they really just say that? Like, it never ends with the camera. I'm just like, they really just like throw that out on national TV that he he's making <laughs> porno videos. Yes. Uh, we find out Al drinks scotch. That's what he likes to drink. And uh, it's funny because everything that Luke has is all associated with airplanes like uh <laughs> the airplane bottles or all the drinks of liquor he doesn't have any real liquor it's all airplane bottles what a deck of cards or barf bag or something <laughs> no i'm cool he has uh, a deck of cards a barf bag and yeah he even has a vacant sign on his bedroom, bedroom door. door which is amazing yeah. i want that everyone will know i'm vacant all the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, I, I, I think that that would be kind of cool to put on the outside of your door, too. J- Justin would put it on his door when he's recording his podcast. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. Hi, we're the Cherry Sisters, Terry and Sherry Cherry. <laughs> I'm, uh, uh, Al, Al, 
Andy, that's right. So, which, uh, in my opinion, I, I don't know, you guys might agree with me as well, uh, Al definitely gets the, the good girl Yeah. when it comes to look-wise. Like, yep. like the, the chick... The, the other chick is is a little hit compared to the other to Alice chick. Dude, she looks like an inbred or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'm from Alabama, and I can clearly say she's not that bad. But <laughs> yeah, something's very manly about her, or something, something off. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know what? She the, here's the thing, and I get why Luke chose her because look, sometimes the the pretty dumb ones are not going to do as much. As the, the the sister who apparently probably never gets the spotlight. The that pretty dumb is, ones always do the more stuff. <laughs> no, not not the, no. The pretty dumb one's sister will do do way worse things on camera. Hmm. All right, if you know, I don't know. You you seem to be the authority. Hey, look, I know a thing or two about dumb women ones. who look slightly slightly manly and incesty things. Okay, I've got. <laughs> I've got some knowledge. You know who Terry looked like, honestly, to me? You ever see Total Recall? Yeah. You ever see the uh, the mutant mother with her daughter who could tell your future or something? Oh, yeah. And her face is, like, half rashed out and stuff. Like, she looks like the other half of the normal face. I would even go as far as say, I bet you she's the same actress. And I'll post a picture side by side. But that that the chick in the pink definitely by far no hands down. Yeah, she's the one. Yeah, she's the the one to take out of these two. It's a no brainer. She's a no brainer, and the decision's a no brainer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Lee>! Jerry. <laughs> Aren't they sweet, Al? Uh, Al, Al Bundy. That's right. <laughs> This is so jarring to him to see that people live like this and how amazing of a situation he's in that he literally just goes, Al, Al Bundy. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's something I think, that's something I could like see Bud doing. But Al is reduced to that because he is so mesmerized by these chicks. Well, where do you think Bud gets it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We get to probably what I consider one of the greatest... This is easily even a top 10 line in the entire Married with Children show from season 1 to 11. Luke, you know, Sherry and I were just talking, and I really need a man's opinion. Okay. Come sit on my lap. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to do. My boyfriend wants to move in with me, but he still wants to see other people. Let me tell you something. You don't let him move in unless he's willing to make a commitment. Thanks, Luke. So you want to go in the bedroom? <laughs> sure, as long as I'm here. Oh, man. <laughs> like, it's so wrong on every level, and it's so typical and a uh, typical Luke, and it's just so perfect. I love that line. I love the line um, her sister makes in a little bit when she goes... You know, men are always making passes at me because they think stews are easy, but we're not. Oh, Luke! 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 He's not out here, sis! (laughs) That is like another... Like, this had me rolling. I literally... I've seen this episode like uh, 20 times probably, and I literally laughed loud out loud. 
you know, okay, we just got done talking. We're like, there's a scene in between this where Kelly and her mom are talking, and we just got done talking about people bringing up the same exact conversation. And Kelly, who's a professional boyfriend stealer, apparently, is like, oh, yeah, he's more likely to cheat. I know because I do it. Uh, yeah, she steals the husbands. Yeah. And do y'all care about the jacket she's wearing, Kelly's jacket? She's wearing a jacket? A few episodes ago, she was wearing this black jacket, and it had a bunch of pins and patches on it, and I couldn't tell what they were. I could only see that they, that she had a Confederate flag on her shoulder. Well, you get to see the jacket a little bit more, and she has at least three peace signs on that jacket. Okay. Hmm. So is that bad? It's just funny to me that not only does she have a Confederate flag on there, but three peace signs. Like, she literally was just like, uh... I'll just put this stuff on. It'll look good. Yeah, I think that was just the style of the 80s. Maybe she's trying to say something about the duality of man, sir. Oh, <laughs> Kelly is, is on fire. <laughs> she she might look pretty, but that doesn't mean she hangs with the popular crowd. They're not deep enough for her when she does her poetry readings at the Slam Jam on Thursday night, open mic night. Uh... <laughs> oh, wait, no, the Slam Jam is one of Justin's videos. My fault. I mixed <laughs> up. Yeah, I mean, this is crazy. This is like a laugh riot. There, there was one joke, though, I felt was forced, but the actress really tried to sell it. And I really examined it this time, and I think she definitely did a good job. She did it as good as you can do it. But do you guys know what the forced joke was? It was sort of obvious, I think. Nothing's coming to my mind, but... Okay, maybe it's just me then. Yeah, what is it? You know, I really feel comfortable with you. <laughs> Like, I can talk to you and be myself. I don't have to live up to any of those stereotyped expectations everyone has of a stewardess. You know, always waiting on people, attending to their needs. Do you care for a beverage? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, what did you think about that line? Was that forced, or was that like, did did you just roll with it? I I Um, rolled with it at the time, but now that you bring it up and I'm thinking about it, yeah, that was really bad. They probably should have, like, really not have done that joke or let it be a callback if they would have had her, like, a few lines later be like, can I get you a drink instead of putting it right that, next to it? That's how you write that joke, Jerry, is you do it a few lines later and not right away. Right away, it just seems like, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, crowbarred, yeah. Sometimes... um I feel like that might be a joke that a lot of audience wouldn't pick up on if it was a little later. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. But I think that it would be smarter so that the people that would pick up on it would be like, ah, I see what you did there. I remember what you just said a couple seconds ago. (laughs) No, the character is so dumb that she was bringing up her complaints about, like, having to serve people, and it reminded her that her job is to serve people. And, and, And because of that, she asked him. It's literally a joke on how dumb she is. Right. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I always think it's odd, but then I really looked at her and her facial expressions and her whole transition period and everything. She really does, really does try to pull that off as best she could. And I think she did. So it's whatever. I was actually saying, Justin, because you don't have any experiences, did you think that Al would... uh cheat on peg in any way like no, not a chance I not a chance no, so you knew from no, the get-go it wasn't gonna happen yeah i had no okay. inkling of anything even that, after he took the that, massage 
Yep, I did. I I hundred percent thought that he wasn't going to. I was actually sitting there and I was like, even if he kisses her, I would be floored, even if it's just a kiss. See, I was, I was wondering if you thought he would even kiss. No, I didn't. I didn't think he would do anything. But if he, that's what I'm saying. If he did, I I had no, I I hundred percent thought he wouldn't cheat like sex, but. I even thought that he wouldn't even go as far as a kiss. If he would, I, I would have just been completely surprised. Now, J- Jerry, would you have cheated on Peg? If like if you were in a room with two blondes and they're obviously dumber than a box of rocks and they're willing to make videos and she's throwing herself at you and when she leans back to fix her back and her, her rack just burst out of her shirt, like would you be like, okay, yeah, I got to do this because you only live once. So, you know how we're live in the jiggly room? Yeah. So my fiance is in the same room as me. And you <laughs> asked me that question. Oh, wow. I didn't know that she was allowed in here. Yeah, she's... I don't know why she just keeps staring at me. Like, something about you ate a pizza off a stripper's back got her really upset. And so now she's here. Mm. Oh, and I'm also not allowed to have... I'm not yeah. allowed to have pizza currently. Like, it's weird. But, uh, so to answer... So, yeah. so to answer that question, uh, no, Alex, I would never do that nor put myself in a situation where something like that could arise because situations arising like that uh, simply cause problems. I would have clearly and calmly channeled my inner Steve and talked this out with her to resolve the situation. And uh, plus, you don't do it when there's video around. That's just that. I mean, you're just going to get caught. Ah, good man. Good. Yeah. Man. Oh, hi, sis. Gee, you and Harriet must really be excited. Oh, I wanted to tell you that Al and I are coming to the wedding. Well, don't cry. I have to bring Al. (laughs) Jose called off the wedding? Why? He won the lottery? I guess I guess you can you can just buy a green card. Yeah, right. No, no, but yeah, he won the lottery, so he's like, screw that. I ain't getting married. I'd rather I'd rather be rich in Mexico than be uh, tied down here and share any of this money with her. So he uh, calls off the wedding. So this was all for nothing. Um, so Peg really believes that Al is just aimlessly either driving around or he's probably at Telly's bar. Because I guess Telly's is Al's uh, regular bar where he hangs out usually if he's not at the nudie bar. She calls to see if he's there. He says no. So she goes, can you check the bathroom? And at the same time, it's almost as if she knows when Al goes to the bathroom because you then see Cherry speaking to Al and then you hear a toilet flush. So she's literally leaning up against the door, which is the most bizarre thing, like, even when I'm at work and I'm at in a stall and the guys, they look at my like white sneakers so they know it's me, I guess. So they start talking to me while I'm I'm taking a dump. And I just think that's weird, but I just go along with it because I guess that's what people do. I guess nobody wants any private time or something. Yeah, no, if, if we're in the bathroom, the only area that is acceptable to talk is when you're washing your hands. Like that's it. If I'm in the stall, if if I, I don't use urinals, I don't I don't like urinals, so I always use a stall. I don't. Is that weird? <laughs> yeah. Like, um, I mean, I don't think anybody likes urinals, but I don't care. <laughs> I just think they're weird. And wait, you don't sit down when you pee, do you? 
Huh? No, not anymore. I became yeah. a man. <laughs> I did used to be a, a a man, Alex. Oh well, which bathroom did you use? Huh? Oh, because uh, oh, Oprah's doing family. a show on it. Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to be on it. Oh, you're one of the okay. Yeah, Phil never called me back, so. Oh yeah, then go with Oprah. Yeah, for real, because you always go with Oprah. Like, if we're in the bathroom, if we're at a urinal or we're in a stall, there's no communication we need to I need to take. If it's in public, you don't even need to be on your phone. I see people on their phone having full conversations. And I'm like, while they're taking a dump at a Walmart, and I'm like, really? That is weird, right? If you're at home, I don't care what you do in the bathroom. So you're you're not against having it. I'm actually doing the podcast on a toilet right now. <laughs> Wait, but that wait, but that means that we're also in the bathroom of the nudie bar with you. I'm looking for a serious commitment. Someone will stay the night. <laughs> like, oh my god, is this not the greatest written episode so far? I mean, I guess we'll find out. Don't give it away. I know I'm obviously giving away my uh, rating here, but. Yeah, that was one of the funnier lines. Like, they 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 pretty much nail like the dumb blonde character with her, you know, because obviously the joke is that a a long term or a committed relationship is just, one night to her is just like, woo, you got some problems, girl. <laughs> she's she's doing so bad with relationships that the guy just he won't even roll over and go to sleep. He literally gets his clothes on and leaves. Like that's how not seriously guys take her, and it, it, it's it's amazing. You almost feel sorry for her. you. Don't know whether to laugh or cry. It's like it's like Jesus, honey, is it that bad? And then then I was like, I'm sure there's a guy for you because it's funny. There, do you guys know girls in your life growing up or even now? I know Jerry can't admit anything. I'm about to ask because uh, he invited his fiance <laughs> over to the jiggly room. Whoa, 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 whoa! There's a difference between invite. And was forcibly followed. Oh. Hey, you better watch what you're saying right now, homie. Yeah, really. <laughs> Yo, I I make the rules around here sometimes. Yeah, okay. Do you know girls who who bang like 30 or 40 guys and no guy takes them seriously ever? And yet you think they're like really good looking? And you are like, wow, I totally i would never give this up like man if i was with her i would totally like uh make her my 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 steady chick and this and that the other thing and for some reason no one else seems to take them seriously do you have someone like that in your life i know a bunch of people like that what is the common denominator why is no guy taking these girls seriously i have one girl that i'm thinking in my mind right now that 100 percent fits that exact description oh yeah what's and... her facebook I could show you after. Yeah, I have one too, and I could show you after. Um, but I, I think that it's it's her. It's not it's not the guys. It, it's just her. She's just she's just either like it's, she's the same type of girl that'll complain about not having a serious relationship. But it's like you're the problem. Like you date douchebags for one, and two, you uh, when you do date a, a decent guy, you uh, blow him off or, or ruin it somehow. Wow, you're right. I think that's the you're right. That's it. And there's also if you're not gonna make look, we all want to get laid on 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 date number one, but if you're not gonna make them at least do some kind of chasing, so if, like 
you gotta lead them on to at least like do like don't bang them first night like get to get a couple of dates in first yeah you know it's weird i'm i'm terrible like even when i dated girls and it, it didn't take much to to you know get that to get to that point i just based it on how hot they were and how good that was on whether or not i want to continue this <laughs> like how bad is it? i never thought of it as oh man if she's doing this with me she's probably did it with you know whatever blah, blah. like i never even considered that i was always like wow she must really like me i knew a lot of chicks that were like really slutty but they weren't like as hot as this blonde like, they could never get people to settle down and i was just like well yeah it's because you let them hit it and then leave like stop letting them hit it I guess they feel like if they don't do this, the guy will not ask for a second date or something. You know, there's some kind of, there's something going on in these girls psychologically. And uh, we, this isn't a, a psychiatrist hour, so we're not going to get too... Someone, someone call Watson. We need, we need professional help. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, hey, we, we, we delved into this a little bit, but like we said, yeah, we're not psychiatrists. There's a whole thing going on here, and I think both uh, Terry and Sherry are, uh, they have issues. <laughs> Al, he's at his breaking point. This is either going to happen or it's not going to happen. Uh, listen, I, I know that I'm in a bachelor's pad and that I've got the forms of a Java man, but uh, <laughs> I got to tell you, I'm uh, married with children. That's okay. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> uh, listen, you're really, really great, and any guy would be lucky. I mean, jackpot lucky to be with you. But I hope you'll understand. See, I've been married a long time, and it just wouldn't be right. You got any pictures of yourself? <laughs> that was... Super good. Those subtle things. I hope that no one is watching this show and not realizing the greatness of those little things. Like that spoke volumes. That one line that so many guys can relate to. You know, I'm not going to cheat on my wife, girlfriend or whatever, but let me go look at her Facebook pictures or, you know, whatever. Like it's just so classic and it, we could all relate to it. And him asking for it in 1987 is even funnier because it's just, you know it's just funnier. Like back then, like what do you like? What did he expect her to just have like Polaroids? Of course, yeah, yeah. Like that's even funny too. Like everything is funny about that line. I like I like how this the sister and Luke pop back out. Hey guys, you want to make a movie? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Goodbye. Yes, I do. <laughs> Just to be like, hey, do y'all want to come make a video? Yeah, she's actually holding the camera. Hmm. <laughs> you would think it's on a tripod, but no. No, you know, POV. Yeah, that's what it was. That's the new thing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hey, they were way ahead of their time because that's like what they do now. It's like, you know, they started doing POV a couple of years ago, and this is like 30 years ago these guys are doing it. They were ahead of the curve for virtual reality porn. Yeah. So the, the a great ending punchline to wrap this up perfectly is Al comes in the house and Peg is just happy that he's back 
and not, you know, because she was just worried, waiting up for him. Wow, he's really going through with this, this whole thing. And he comes in the house with a blonde wig, says, put this on, and puts throws her over in, like, a fireman's carry or whatever, and just runs upstairs with Peg. And he is going <laughs> to go to town on, uh, on Sherry, in his mind. <laughs> she, now... Can you guys act like uh, you're women so I could ask you if – would you care if um... – Dude, do I need to bring my fiancé over here so you can ask her this question right now? Would, would she answer it? I'm going to hand you the, head, the headphones. Wow, first guess. So you can – Hello. Hello. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Hi. I'm glad to be on. <laughs> yes, you're our first guest officially. Uh, <laughs> we just need a point of view that we can't, you know, come from obviously. Okay. Uh, did you happen to see this episode with Jerry, where Al's tempted by the two stewardesses? Oh, yes, yes, I remember that one. Okay. If Jerry burst in the door and had a blonde wig in his hand, and he said, put this on, and brought you upstairs, would you care if you knew why he was doing this? I... Go ahead. <laughs> would you go with it and ask questions later? Would you be like, wait a minute here, yeah, what is guy? This? Why do I have to be a blonde tonight? What is this all about? <laughs> I think I would go with it first, then ask questions. I'd be like in the heat of the moment. And afterwards, it'd be like, okay, now why did I wear a blonde wig? Okay, and if he told you, it was because this chick really turned me on and she was hitting on me. But I didn't cheat because I love you. But I had to, wow, so yeah, so he's thinking about another girl when he's with you. So would this lead to like a huge fight or would you be like, well, gee, well, I guess I should thank you for not cheating on me and be okay with it. Well, uh, no, I think after I would learn why he'd want me to wear a blonde wig, we'd have a talk. Uh, I'd probably question our relationship a little bit to see what he actually wants. Right. It couldn't, this would never end well, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It probably would not end very good. Just like I suspected. Well, well, thank you for your point of view, and thank you for being the first guest on our show. Oh, no problem. It's exciting. Go stand over there and just stare at me all angrily like you've done the rest of the night. Gee, I should have broken it to her that you wanted to do this tonight. Then she'd really be happy. Dude, no, you know what's funny is that she always will make jokes about me wanting, like, a skinny blonde or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's actually hilarious. Yeah. That... See, that that sounds like the worst to me, like a skinny blonde. Like, that does nothing for me, man. Like, a skinny blonde, like, dime a dozen. I'm good with that. I don't know. Skinny, I mean, they they have to have the things that we all like. She's seen pictures of, like, the first, like, chick I ever, like, fell in, oh. quote, unquote, fell in love with. And it was a skinny blonde chick. <laughs> and now she knows that you still think Kelly Bundy's hot, even though she's 15 when you're saying it. Yeah, you know, we had that conversation mm. one night in bed while watching Married with Children. Yeah, she's like, she's 15. And she did. Reese looked dead at me and was like, she's 15, Jerry. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but like, what were you doing when you were 15? I just threw it back in her face because I was like, yeah, what were you doing when you were 15, Missy? I think she's onto something with you. No, ma'am, we'll be right back to wrap up this week's review. 
Be sure to join their Facebook group page for all the podcast news and updates. Just type in www.facebook.com slash groups slash Married with Children podcast. Be sure to subscribe to them on iTunes and please leave a review telling them what you think of the show. To subscribe to their YouTube channel, just go to channels and search up Married with Children podcast. You can email them at marriedwchildrenpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for checking out this review. Now the guys are going to give their final thoughts and ratings of this week's episode. All right, guys, uh, it's time for ratings on this episode of Al Loses His Cherry. How many blonde wigs out of five do you give this episode, Justin? Obviously, Alex really, really dug this episode. And I liked it a lot, but I definitely probably didn't like it as much as Alex did. Um, I thought it was funny. I thought it was good. It was a it was a well put together episode, but it just didn't have any I guess any big significant stuff that I took away from it. Uh, so I'm gonna come in at a three and a half wigs out of blonde wigs. Actually, I was gonna say, thank God you're not rating it the same as Peggy Sue got work. No, I definitely like this one better for sure. Mm-hmm. Jerry, how many blonde wigs out of five do you give Al Loses His Cherry? So I, I laughed a lot, and this this might be an episode where I feel like others will uh, pass it up, like like Justin just said, it didn't do as much for him. Um, and he, he might pass this up the next watches he does for this series. But to me, the payoff is so good that I'm giving it four out of five. Maybe if it would have had some Steve in it, I could have given it a five <laughs> out of five. But no, Steve has me a little hurted. Luke was good, but I'm a Steve guy. So four out of five, beautiful blonde wigs um, is what I'm giving this episode. Was Steve even in this episode? No, he wasn't. That's why I can't give it a five. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is one of my favorites. This is clearly my favorite of season one even. Um, it's just, you know, every time... I'll never forget when this first hit me as this is a really good episode. And I just love it. And I think one thing I love, obviously I've mentioned I love the character of Luke Ventura. And I think he is just jam-packed, loaded with one-liners. And I think he always is. There, are, uh, There's an episode or two where it's just okay with him. But no, this is, he's spot on. His delivery is perfect. He knows his character. He knows everything about what he's doing here. And it's great. He really delivers just perfect as far as Luke goes. And uh, the thing that really strikes me about this episode is that it's so different because Alan Pegg never had like any kind of split ups or anything like that. Uh, so it was cool to see this situation even take place. Just to go to a guy's bachelor pad to have two blondes come over. Like, I don't think the one is attractive, Terry. But, you know, Al seems to like both of them. So it's just a great... Uh, situation for him this episode more than any is where i really feel like a fly on the wall like i feel like i'm in on this great experience and this great uh interaction and when these girls are talking i think i think al really expresses what we are thinking while we're listening to this even her talking about 
oh, yeah, my sister is a much, you know, we, we became stewardesses because we thought that's how you get to become a pilot. And, like, just Al's mm-hmm. looks and everything and, like, her saying, oh, but she must have been very good because he, he told the co-pilot to get out of the cockpit once, you know, because my <laughs> sister was sitting on his lap. Like, and then Al just has this blank stare into, you can't be this stupid, right? You know, like, that whole kind of thing. Like, man, he it's so relatable that way. And just the situations, like, do you want a massage? He's like, sure. And he sits down again. And just, like, everything is just so perfect and great deliveries from Luke. Like, even, like, there's so many great dynamics to this and a great ending, which has so many uh, implications. And God only knows where that will end up, like we just found out with uh, Jerry's fiance Reese. I love this. This is exactly what I love about Married with Children. The sex jokes. It's so over the over the top and so edgy. So great. This is uh, five blonde wigs out of five. The next episode, we are going to review episode 11 of Married with Children, season one, Nightmare on Al's Street. While Steve is out of town for the week on business, Marcy starts having dreams involving a romance-minded Al, which turns her dreams into nightmares and turns off her sexual urges, prompting her to look into the source of her nightmares while a clueless Steve asks Al for advice on Marcy's sudden lack of sexual needs. So... That's going to be a really fun one to get into because, like we said, we're all horror fans. And uh, Jerry, believe it or not, guys, he hates A Nightmare on Elm Street. So it'll actually be funny to see if he enjoys this episode more than he does that movie. (laughs) I can already tell you, yes. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I, I haven't seen the episode yet but i can pretty much guarantee that yes i'm going to enjoy it because uh marcy doesn't have to act with her mouth open Ooh, yeah heather Lankencap. it's good to just raise your chin up and close your mouth once in a while uh so yeah that's it guys well uh it's been a great night hold up candy wait a minute hey jerry do uh do you and your girlfriend perhaps want to make a video uh, I think I'm in a, enough trouble tonight that I'm just going to go buy a tiger-striped pillow to put on the couch that I will be sleeping on tonight. Uh, what about you, Alex? Yes. Yes, I do. But my Pip bought me tickets to the circus, and we're going to go see Elmo, the human surprise. Elmo!